Hello and welcome back to Small Talk. We've got a great episode of How Does We Speak with a Duo from Puget Sound. I'm your host, Katie Mucci. Each week on this show, we highlight the past and present of Division Three, with both current and former student-athletes joining to talk about their experiences, their favorite on-campus spots, the craziest road trip stories, and more. This week, we've got Davis Franklin, a current member of the baseball team, alongside the program's head coach, Jeff Halstead. We talk about themed bus rides, McDonald's meal stipends, their D3 experience, and more. Thanks for joining this week. Now it's time for some small talk. Hi, I'm Davis Franklin. I'm a current junior on the baseball team at the University of Puget Sound. Hi, I'm uh, Jeff Halstead. I'm a former baseball player at the University of Puget Sound and um, also happen to currently be the head baseball coach there. Well, welcome both of you. Thank you so much for hopping on here today with me. I'm excited to chat. It's not every day for this podcast that we get um, not only a alum with a successful career there, but also someone who came back and decided to spend some more time with their college. Um, so thanks for hopping on here. Excited to chat with both of you. Um, first thing, I always like to start this podcast out by talking about the campus experience. Um, it's obviously changed from when you were there as a student athlete coach to now. So I'll have you kick it off and and say, what were some of the hot spots around campus? Places you and your teammates went to eat or hang out, things like that. And then Davis, let us know if any of those are still there, if you guys go to the same places. Um, so coach, kick us off. Yeah, that is actually pretty remarkable how much our campus has changed just in the the time from I've graduated to to now, but um, you know the the sub or the student union building um, is, is kind of where there's the bookstore and there's a couple of different places to eat, and so that that certainly when I was here was was a really you know kind of in your free time in between classes um, after practice you go down there grab a bite to eat and and, and you kind of just hang out. There's a, a place called the Pizza Cellar in the basement of there that has you know TV. You could watch the football game, and um, so so I'd say on campus that was the that was sort of the spot for us. Um, if we weren't, um, I was a member of the Greek system as well, so hanging out at our our Greek house was was certainly something we would do. Um, but then off campus, um, there's a, a place called MSM, which is a, a pretty famous sandwich place in town that, um, you know, I still go to probably once a week, you know, we're running on 20 plus years of doing that. So, um, so I, I think that was really popular um, when I was at school and, and certainly um, uh, since then, even for myself. So. Yeah. And then for us, the student union building or the sub is absolutely kind of the biggest place on campus to hang out. Um, it's always great to see teammates there and and grab a bite to eat. And then um, like coach mentioned, heading down to the pizza cellar and um, watching a football game or catching up with some teammates is really fun. Um, the MSM sandwich deli is definitely really popular. Another popular spot is a 24 hour Mexican place in town called Memos Mexican food. So um, if you're up late night studying with some some teammates or or just want to get a bite to eat 24 hours a day, it's it's always a great spot to go. A 24 hour Mexican food spot is incredibly dangerous as a college kid, I would imagine. Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds great right now. Those late night working and yeah. Um that's great. So one one question for the student athletes I like to ask, or the current student athletes I like to ask, is when you're you've got the family in town or someone who maybe has more money to spend than a college kid, what is the spot that you ask them to take you? Oh man, um, <laughs> there's another Mexican place right down the street called Brewers Row um, that's really popular that that we enjoy um, down by Point Rustin in Tacoma. There's some really nice places to eat as well, the Ram. So yeah, my my family's from Sammamish, so only about an hour drive away. So if they're down, um, we're definitely hitting one of those places. Um, so now that's on campus and around campus, let's talk about on the road. 
So D3, um, for the most part, you don't travel a ton by plane or anything, but you guys being one of our Western region teams, you might have to hit that, the travel a little bit more. I did look at your schedule for this year. It looks like you guys have a pretty solid West Coast schedule this season. Um, and coach, is that the norm or are you guys, are you guys usually flying all around? Uh, yeah, traditionally we're, we're going to stick mostly Western United States. We've done Arizona, we've done Texas in some years, but um, you know, quite honestly, mostly because it, it's usually early in the season going to the, the Midwest or the East coast, isn't going to get as much better weather. So we try to go South and, and warm when we can. So. Very true. So coach, I, this is another one that's always fun to hear answers from when you were traveling and you, you obviously control the travel now a bit, but when you were traveling as a student athlete, <clears throat> were you guys getting nice charter buses? Were you getting in vans with your coaches at the wheel? What was the situation for you back then? I think the travel may be probably the single biggest change from, from the time I played. Cause we were, we must've been on a much tighter budget when, uh, when I played, cause it was, we were lucky if we got two vans and then hopefully coach was going to drive his, you know, his car. So we could get a couple of kids into that. And it was, you know, um, if we won, it was $10 at McDonald's. And, and if we lost, it was five. And um, yeah, so it was a, it was a little bit different world than the, the nice buses our guys get. And we only flew once in my four years here. So it was a lot more, you know, long bus or long van rides to, you know, places like Lewiston, Idaho and, and Boise, Idaho, because it would be drier there early in the year. And then and then just conference play. And then, uh, um, you know, now we, we get to obviously travel a little bit more um, outside of the Pacific Northwest. So um, but it was. Yep. You got to know your teammates pretty well in 15 passenger vans. So were the coaches at the wheel? Are they driving? Them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Coaches were at the wheel. I'm hoping they'd stay awake. And uh, yeah. <laughs> how terrifying is there a certain coach you were like, I don't want to be in their car. Uh, well, no one really, and I love the head coach that I played for. I mean, an incredible human being, but no one ever wanted to ride with him after the games. Cause if we lost, he was going to be really grumpy. So, um, I actually adopted, uh, coach walls, who's actually still on our staff. Uh, he, he jokes, he comes with the field. So, um, he was mine from the time I was a freshman to a senior sat right behind him for, for four straight years. And, um, and, and yeah, so, so coach walls was the one that I was one. He was our pitching coach at the time. All right. That's funny. So Davis, it sounds like you guys might have a little bit better now. Um, talk about your experience in your, I guess you're going into your third year now, I think, or, um, you know, the last couple of years you've been on the team. Talk about what it's been, what the travel has been like. Have you guys had any cool spots you've gone to? Um, what's that been like over the last couple of years? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the situation that it is now. Um, we've been in nice charter buses and, and we'll go to places like Spokane, Washington and, and Walla Walla, Washington, and then go down to the Portland area to play some schools. But then um, at least a couple of times a year, we've gotten the chance to travel by plane down to California and, and play some schools um, around Los Angeles, which has been a really cool experience. I mean, being, there's nothing like being on the road with the team and, and being in beautiful weather and stuff like that. So um and also, luckily, our uh, food money is not dependent on how we do. So I'm sure I'm sure that'd be an added motivation, but we still get to eat if we if we lose. Yeah, that's a good point. I know there's been some inflation, but five dollars at McDonald's doesn't sound like you're getting a lot of food after that loss. Um, now let's talk about academics. So the student part of student athlete, um, I believe I saw coach your major. Ooh, I looked it up on your bio, but now I'm forgetting what I saw. What was your major when you were in school? Yeah, I was a, I was a business major um, and then actually stuck around for a fifth year here and got my master's in teaching. So, um, but that okay. was my, um, my actual major while I was an undergrad was business. Great. And Davis, what's your major right now? Yeah, I am a history major, history major and an education minor. Um, so studying to be a teacher. 
Very cool. So maybe a little bit of overlap there between your your master's program coach and you now Davis. Um, have you guys talked about that at all? Any professors that kind of overlap between the two of you that have hung around? Uh, yeah, certainly. Um, I, I think uh, history was actually what I thought I was going to be a major in. And so we, we definitely had some crossover over there. Um, I think we both share a passion for, for you know, U.S. history specifically, but just history in general. So a lot of our our player meetings, I think Davis, you know, you and I will sometimes divulge into our favorite, you know, um, you know, books and movies and things like that that we've watched. But, um, you know, one professor in particular, Nancy Bristow, um, is a is a very, very popular history teacher on campus here, who by far my my most favorite instructor that I had at Puget Sound. And I think um, Davis has had a few classes with her and has enjoyed that. So. Um, so. So, yeah. And David, I'll let you answer that as well. Yeah, I mean, um Nancy Bristow is definitely just kind of a legend on campus and um and someone who so many people have taken and, and really enjoyed. So as it was when um Coach Halstead was a student, it's definitely still that way. And yeah, I it's it's awesome that we have this shared passion for history and and trade book recommendations, movie recommendations, and um it's kind of just another added layer to to the relationship. So very cool. And Davis, sticking with you really quick, when you were coming out of high school and, and looking around at what your opportunities were for college. What made you choose uh, Puget Sound? Yeah, um, I mean, I think a big thing is just kind of a feeling when you come on campus. Um, it's it's a really special campus um, aesthetically. And then just talking with Coach Halstead and the coaching staff and, and looking at some of the academic opportunities as well as the athletic opportunities, it was really all I could ask for. Um, and in a place not too far from home as well. And Coach, you obviously came there for academics and baseball back when you were a player, but now you came back, you stuck around for a little bit longer and you're back now as a coach. What has made you stick around this program and the school in general? Yeah, I think, um, it, I mean, the unique thing is I actually really never, never left. I became an assistant coach right after I, I graduated and that for, for quite a few years and then was fortunate enough to get a chance to take over. But I think why I never left, um, you know, my, my passion or my interest in going into coaching was wanting to, you know, help continue to build the program because it was more the program I cared about than actually being a baseball coach per se. And, and I had such a, an outstanding experience um, at, at school that I wanted to try to help the, you know, the, the future, you know, guys that came to play here to, to have not the same experience as me, but the kind of the same feeling about their experience. And so that's sort of what drove me into to staying here. And then um, obviously was fortunate enough to get a chance to, to lead the program, um, you know, after a few years as, as an assistant. And so, so I just think it was my love of this place and everything that it kind of stands for and, and what I thought the program could get to um, really, really was, was the driving force behind staying here. So. Awesome. Now let's get into some story time. Um, so the first one I'm going to have you each share with me is your funniest or craziest, but appropriate story during your time. So Davis, I'll have you get off. Sure. Yeah. This is kind of part of the travel, but I think one thing that was, um, definitely something that carried over to my freshman year and we've done since is bus ride themes. So whenever we're on a bus, um, some guys will get together and pick a theme. So we've done a prom before where guys will, will dress up and we'll have, dates with each other we've done um costumes we've done twins so it's just kind of um another thing for team camaraderie and a lot of the costumes and the memories on those trips are, are really really funny <laughs> don't, don't forget trivia night too it's uh, put a hole in my my bank account for all the prizes but, <laughs> but we like to do trivia night as well on the buses okay Absolutely. okay is there does the theme for trivia night go along with the theme for the outfits or just kind of you guys doing all the history trivia so you can uh win that one uh, yeah, exactly. No, we, we try to we try to mix up what the the theme of trivia, you know, kind of some current events, and then uh, 
um, you know, a lot of, a lot of sports history just to keep our guys interested in that. So. Very cool. Well, I'm going to have to reach out to your SID and see if I can get some pictures of these theme travels. I think that would be fun for our social media. Um, Coach, what about you? What was, what's your funniest or craziest story? Oh goodness. I mean, all the funny ones really revolve around just kind of the, the times with your teammates, but I think one that comes up the most when, um, you know, I get together with my, my old, my old team. Um, so again, loved the, the coach Ken Garland, who I played for here, really, really intense individual, but just, um, the kindest human being you can imagine. And, um, it was my senior year and they had recently changed the bat rules. And, and there was a miscommunication as we kind of went into the season about, were we all buying our own bats or were they buying team bats? And so we get ready for our first um, tournament. We we're heading over to Lewis and Idaho um, and we didn't have any legal bats. And so that's embarrassing enough, but uh, coach Garland had to go up to his mentor um, who was in the tournament as well, who he had coached for previously. And I know he thought the world of, and, and ask him if we could borrow their bats, um, which I'm sure was, was sort of humbling for him. But the really funny part of the story was that he came back and we had some small guys on the team. And so we're like, Hey, hey coach, we need a 32 inch bat. Those are all 33s and 34s. And so he had to go back and ask the coach um, for a 32. And the, the coach's response to him was, you guys don't need a bat. You need a weight room. Um, and so we all, we all got, you know, when, after our jaws, you know, picked up off the floor that he'd said that to him, we, we all get a pretty good laugh out of that. So that's one of those funny moments that always stick with me. I bet you're reading that rule book very closely these days. <laughs> Awesome. So those are funny or crazy, but let's talk about memories that maybe mean a bit more or or just mean a lot to you from your time. Coach, I'll have you kick that one off and then Davis, you can follow up with yours. Yeah, I think probably the, as a player, the one moment that that sticks with me the most. So um, there was a team in our conference that was a, a national power all four years that I was playing. And as a, a sophomore, just to show kind of the growth we've taken as a sophomore in a, in a four game series, they beat us by over hundred runs. So by an average of 25 runs a game, um, you know, to, to show how far we were from, from being competitive with them. And my senior year um, at home, um, we, we finally beat them for the first time over four years. And I'll just, just that kind of that feeling of, wow, we, we, you know, kind of knocked them off for the first time of four years of kind of getting thumped um, was, it was a moment that, you know, was really special for me um, individually as a player. And I think it is a program was a big step for us. So. This for me was my freshman year um, and just kind of leading up to the season and throughout the winter and, and into the season, one person who really stood out as, as kind of a leader and a really hard worker, his name was Shane Hameda, who was a senior. Um, and so I remember we were playing Pacific, who you know, has been really a powerhouse and, and top of the conference and really hard fought game. And um, Shane ended up hitting a walk off hit to win the game and um, just the excitement for him and um, how excited everyone on the team was for his success and just knowing how hard he worked um, was a really special memory. I know for him and and for all of us. I always love when people's favorite memories are like team memories, not just, Hey, I did this really cool thing. That's great. Um, and coach, maybe a, a second thing for you, but as a coach now, do you have a favorite memory as the coach? Yeah. You know, that, that certainly was, was, was really high up there. Um, I think there's two that really stick out and I'll, I'll go through them kind of quickly. So the year after, after COVID hit um, our conference played that year, um, but we were only allowed to play conference teams. Um, and and um, 
you know, our team, you know, came back. We didn't really know what, what it was going to be like. We went through all of these ups and downs, um, you know, dealing with, with all the testing and everything we had to do. And were players going to be able to clear to play that week. And um, it ended up being a really, really positive season. And, and we went into the very last weekend, we go over to, to Walla Walla to play Whitman. And um, we were playing four game series at that time. And we had to win three of the four to have the, the first winning record um at school in, in in quite a while and it was just such a, a special weekend it was seniors their last games we'd gone through so much together and we ended up playing phenomenal baseball won the first three um you know had that first winning record and and it was um yeah just one of those was really cool memories um as a, as a coach of just seeing those guys get to and those seniors especially get to enjoy that you know after having the season before taken away and enjoy that success so um so that was really cool and I think a big step for for our program some of the success we've had the last couple of years since then so Great. All right. Now we're going to kind of start to wrap it up. So as um, you knew from before we hopped on here today, this podcast is part of our 50th anniversary of Division Three celebration. So all year long, we've been interviewing current and former student athletes to just get their experiences and hear some more about how things have changed over the last, sometimes it's been five years, sometimes 20, 30, 40 years. Um, so I have a couple more questions for you guys when they kind of relate to just Division Three and your experience. So first one, and I'll have Davis start this one. Can you talk about what it means to you to be a D3 student athlete and and maybe what that has given you, whether it's academics or being involved in other things around campus? I know Coach, you mentioned Greek life um, that maybe isn't available to you if you're not in Division III. Um, so Davis, what is, what's this experience meant to you? Absolutely. I think what's so special about being a part of Division Three is you get this fantastic competitive college baseball experience and you're surrounded by people who are really into it but then at the same time you get an incredible academic experience and and the coaching staff really cares about you as a person and and as an academic perspective and you're also surrounded by guys who really care about their academics um, and who have amazing plans for after college i mean you wouldn't believe some of the smarts that these guys have on this team so i just think what's incredible about it is just the balance of life um the community and um you can get everything you'd ask for an athletic experience. It's fantastic as well as great academics. Yeah. I think, you know, as a, as a athlete myself, what, you know, I appreciated about the opportunity at Puget Sound was I was able to to play varsity football, um, played varsity baseball, you know, did join the Greek system. Um, was able to play intramural basketball, you know, in, in during the winter. And, um, you know, obviously on the academic side of things, it's an incredible school. So I was able to take the classes I, I wanted to take that I was interested in, um, you know, and, in, 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 you know, receiving a phenomenal education um you know and, and so those were the experiences that that you know being a division three athlete allowed me to have that um you know as davis mentioned it's the athletic side um incredibly competitive you have you know the, the same drive the same passion the same competitiveness that you would find at any level um you know our guys just have some opportunities in the off season to to you know get involved in in other aspects of, of college life which i think you know when you're my age you look back and, and really appreciate so definitely now, my last question for both of you is, what do you think or what do you hope to see for the future of Division Three? We're 50 years down, many more to come. Coach, I'll have you kick this one off. Oh, goodness. Um, you know, I, I just I've seen so much growth in, in Division Three, especially on the West Coast and just how competitive and, and how high quality the um, speaking specifically to baseball that it, that it is. And, and I think with some of the uncertainty at the Division One level and in um you know, with, with the direction, some of those things are going, I, I'm hoping that it will just continue to grow the competitiveness at, at, at our level that, you know, maybe 
where kids are transferring to division one level back and forth might opportunities might give us some opportunities for some, some really high caliber athletes to continue to, you know what, I'm going to go to the division three school, um, get that incredible education. And it doesn't mean I'm sacrificing anything that I'm looking for on the baseball side of things. So, you know, I just hope to see, you know, division three continue to grow and, and I think it will. And, um, yeah. So, you know, I, I actually feel really optimistic about the the future of, of division three athletics. Yeah. Like coach mentioned, I think just an increased awareness in, in how amazing it is at the D three level. And, and that would come with increased competitiveness. And that was something that I didn't even quite realize until I got to visit um, the university of Puget Sound and just, and just see, you know, the athletic facilities and and talk to the coaches and hear about the programs and then hear about the academics. So I just think hoping for increased awareness, which leads other um, prospective athletes like like me to to realize what an incredible opportunity it is. That's a perfect way to end this. Thank you both for joining me again today. I know you are less than a month away from your first game. I'm sure you guys are both very eager to get out on the field and get back to playing. Um, so thank you so much for hopping on here and it was great to chat with you today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Katie. Thanks, Katie. To everyone listening, thanks for tuning into this episode of Small Talk. We post new episodes every Thursday. To follow along with everything Division 3, you can find us on social media at NCAAD3 or NCAADIII. Make sure to join the conversation with us all year long by using the hashtag DIII50. Have a great day, and we'll see you for some more small talk next week.